Welcome to Influencer Marketing Talks, a podcast brought to you by Cure Media, the leading and award-winning influencer marketing company for fashion, home and beauty brands. This is your weekly podcast to learn more about consumer behavior in the digital age and, of course, all things influencer marketing in right around 15 minutes. I'm Sana Oudmark. And I am Frida Ekholm. And in this episode, we will talk about how different beauty segments require different influencer marketing strategies. Because as with most things in marketing, it's the small things that make the big difference. Just to give you some background to this episode, we at Cure Media work with a wide range of beauty brands, everything from high-end to budget to dermatological brands. And based on our experience and insights from all these collaborations over the years, we know that it's really important to understand the different nuances of each beauty retail segment in order to build a successful influence marketing strategy. Yeah, and it can be tricky to figure out what works best for your brand. So in this episode, me and Sana are going to outline some of the differences and some of the similarities that marketers should be aware of when it comes to building a successful influence marketing strategy for their beauty brand. So let's get started. When it comes to beauty products, I mean, they can be divided into endless categories, but to make our life and your life a bit easier, we're going to focus on the three most common ones in this episode. So we're going to talk about luxury or premium, mass market or budget, and dermatological or pharmacy brands. And before we get into how influence marketing works and differs for each segment, we will go through a few key points to keep in mind for all of the different categories. Yes. And let's start with the first one, which is context and credibility that is key. So what we mean when we say context and credibility is that when executing your influencer marketing for different beauty segments, it is essential to make sure your product is placed in the right context. So for example, you probably wouldn't want to market a dermatological product with an influencer who is famous for having a high-end lifestyle, right? No, if they are experts within skincare maybe, but not if they're just having a glossy lifestyle and that's it. Yeah, and that's why it's important to think about the environment where the product will be featured and the type of influencer you're working with. Yeah, that's really important. For example, for luxurious cosmetics, you might want something that promotes a high-end lifestyle. And for mass market or budget products, you might want to focus on influencers who are great at spotting the next trends and being at the forefront of that. And for dermatological or pharmacy-centric brands, you'll want to work with influencers who are great at skincare, who can in a credible way, talk about the different ingredients, how you should apply them and mix them, etc. Yeah, that's a great example. And the second key success factor here is that consumers want video content. So even though Instagram said they will balance reels and photos in feed out, it's still very strong and heavy on the video side. And that's the content that really gets to the explore page, for example. 
because video content is currently taking over social media, mostly because of TikTok. And I, we hope that this may not come as a surprise for you if you are on a beauty <laughs> brand and a marketer. But consumers want to see how products look, and especially for beauty brands, how do they look on your skin? What's the texture? And that is very hard, I would say impossible, to communicate through a still image. So let's move away from the smile with a serum in your hand pictures. Please don't. Yeah, we, we're tired of that for sure. And as you said, Frida, with the growth of TikTok, consumers are becoming more and more used to finding and discovering new products in their feeds and especially within beauty. And studies indicate that as much as 89% of TikTok users have purchased beauty products after seeing them on the app. So to meet your target audience's needs, it's essential to use video in your influence marketing strategy. And I would say this is regardless of platform. Definitely. And when you say regardless of platform, if you are on multiple platforms, adapt the video content to the platform you're using. So if it's Instagram, create the content for Instagram. And if it's TikTok, it should be for TikTok. It's uh, different uh, vocabulary, different vibes, but it could still be the same like overall topic. And also different influencers, depending on the platform. Definitely. Moving on to the third thing that is important to have in mind for all these categories is that you need to show real skin over aesthetic filters. So in addition to videos, today's consumers crave to see real and genuine content without using these filters that don't quite show what the products actually look like. I mean, who would buy a foundation if you see it on a picture that you know is blurred and filter? So the industry as a whole is moving away from this edited picture-perfect looks, and instead we're seeing more and more skin with texture, acne scars, and fine lines, really what people actually look like, finally. Yeah, because ultimately you want to see, like, if you have acne or if you have a red spots, you want to see, like, okay, how good can this product help me? Yeah, like seeing uh, seeing seeing a commercial picture with someone's edited skin gives me nothing because my skin doesn't look like that and like i would say 90% of the people in the world doesn't have skin like that lucky you if you're the 10% that that does but uh, yeah yeah if you're under 15 maybe <laughs> yeah um yeah and this shift is being mirrored in the influence marketing space as well uh, so it's important to keep in mind to attract the modern buyers uh, especially gen z and millennials otherwise how could you trust the result that makeup or skincare products looks to give as we said no definitely that's so important now let's take a look at the three different beauty segments and also figure out what brands should keep in mind when doing influence marketing for them so let's start with luxury beauty brands. Yes. So luxury beauty retail is known for its high-end exclusive products and services. You have nice packaging, you have, you know, shimmering products, it feels heavy in your hands. An example of brands in this segment include those from major fashion houses like the iconic Dior, Lancome and Chanel. Yeah. So basically, influencer marketing for this segment should focus on creating content that appeals to a high-end lifestyle, something that we all want to have <laughs> in the end. So the content should be glossy and aspirational, 
demonstrating this lifestyle that luxury beauty products are associated with. So when it comes to influencers, they should be selected carefully to reflect the brand's target audience and also who the target audience wants to be. And content should be tailored to emphasize the exclusivity and quality of the products because we just we don't just want that specific product. We want the whole lifestyle, everything that comes with it. Yeah, and if, if we're looking closer at Gen Z, it's a very interesting time now because the older part of the Gen Zers, they are starting to make real money, big money. And this is reflected in a recent report by Bain & Company that suggests that Generation C and Generation Alpha, those under 13, are expected to make up a third of the luxury market by 2030. And now this sounds like a years ahead for us that are still in 2010, <laughs> but it's soon. And this reflects a more advanced attitude towards luxury among the younger generations compared to their older counterparts. So they're beginning to purchase luxury goods, goods, designer handbags, beauty products at an early age. And you as a beauty brand, if you're in luxury, the luxury retail sphere, consider this when you're creating your marketing strategy. Don't forget the young audience. Exactly. Think long term. The next segment is the mass market beauty brands. And in contrast to the previous one, uh, these brands focus on affordability and accessibility. Examples of brand in this segment include NYX Professional, Makeup Mecca, Elf Cosmetics and Beauty Act by Kix. So influencer marketing for these brands should focus on creating content that is relatable and inspirational. So now we moved from aspirational to inspirational. And with this, in recent years, the explosion of TikTok has caused the beauty industry to become more similar to fashion, I would say, in terms of the speed of changing trends. So just as we would buy a new accessory, a pair of earrings or a piece of clothing to match our mood, or yeah, whatever it is, consumers now try to try out new makeup and skincare products after seeing them on social media. So the step to purchase has essentially become much simpler and quicker. And I think we have a bigger beauty closet now than previous years. Sure. We're more open to trying new things as well. We're not like stuck to, I only fit with uh, this type of eyeliner, but instead we're open to try new things experiments. And this is something that these brands should definitely keep in mind when working with influencers, as there is a big focus on trends. Cold girl makeup, siren eyes and passport makeup are just some of the trending looks in recent times. And here it's really important to leverage creators who are at the forefront of what is hot and not, so that brands can jump on the latest trends quickly and increase the chances of going viral. And here it's important that you include the creators in the creative process because they are often best at knowing what's coming next and what's working and not. Yeah. And when talking trends, I just want to add that it's super, super important to tweak the trend so that it fits your brand image and your tone of voice. Because maybe you shouldn't go just straight to the trend, but maybe you should highlight, let's say cold girl makeup was a lot about blush. Just highlight your blush and talk like okay, this is this uh, blush hack is going viral. Use our blush for it. So there's different angles to the trends. So we're not saying that, okay, if you're a mass market brand, you should jump on all the trends. <laughs> no, of course. That's a great point. 
And another thing to have in mind for brands in this segment is the increasing popularity of dupes. So in beauty lingo, the term dupe is short for duplicates, and it refers to a lower priced version of a popular and typically high end beauty product. Yeah. And as we go, I think dupe has become, it could, it doesn't need to be like a lower priced version anymore. Uh, It could also be like a similarity. It's often a lower priced version, but it could be like the original product that went viral is sold out. So the dupe is a similar one. It could even be more expensive. I've seen one time. An alternative, basically. Yeah. So Sana, should we move on to the last one, which is dermatological beauty brands? Let's do it. So pharmacy beauty retail is known for products that focus on ingredients rather than flashy packaging. Uh, The packaging is more towards, I would say, like medical look. Um, And compared to the previous two segments, these products often put an emphasis on complexions and how the products are tailored to fit to your exact complexion, whether it's skincare or makeup. So example of brands in this segment would be La Roche-Posay, Cetaphil and Vichy. Yeah, and when it comes to influence marketing for these brands, they should focus on creating content that is real and educational. So moving from aspirational to inspirational to educational. So they should demonstrate the everyday use of the products and explain how to pick the right ingredients depending on your exact skin type. And in recent years, a more mainstream audience has gained an interest in formulas and skincare ingredients, but a lengthy and quite complicated list of ingredients can be quite overwhelming, especially as consumers like myself, our attention span is getting shorter and shorter, so we don't have the time to read all about the different ingredients, what's working and not with each other. It's it's a jungle. Yeah. And to give your product an edge in the competitive beauty market, consider collaborating with knowledgeable influencers or skin influencers that explain the products in an easy to understand way. So don't make it overcomplicated. Avoid complicated beauty lingo. Keep it simple. Yeah. So to give an example of a typical influencer marketing collaboration for these brands involves walking viewers through a skincare routine, explaining what each product does. And a mistake that we see many brands doing here is that they include too many steps in the routine. And this really can cause the user to lose interest. So our advice when working with influencer is to let the creator focus on one or two products so that they have the time to go through these more in depth to help the user understand the unique features of the product. Now it's time to sum this up. So it's essential for marketers at beauty brands to be aware of the differences between the different beauty segments when it comes to social media and influence marketing. From creating aspirational content for luxury brands to creating educational and real content for dermatological brands, there's something for each segment. And with the right influencers and strategy, your brand can create powerful campaigns that will capture attention of your target audience and ultimately create higher brand preference. That's so true. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Influencer Marketing Talks. 